This podcast replay is brought to you by Sloman's Home Security. The first 40 Big O listeners right now, dial 1-800-ALARM-ME. We'll get this limited time offer, a free doorbell camera that connects directly to your smartphone with installation of your Sloman's Shield. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. Keep your family safe. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. Number three of the program. Appreciate all of you out there as always for tuning in and keeping it locked here. Remember, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. Griffin Gaming, thank you for the love on the super chat. And, yes, we already talked about Ronaldo Hill being named defensive pass uh, coordinator for uh, Mr. Um, uh, Fangio, which uh, I found out today, did not even know. They're going to have a press conference at 1 o'clock, so you guys will get to hear Fangio. I don't know what he's got to say, but whatever. We'll uh, we'll get a no nothing press conference at one o'clock. Maybe maybe he'll have something. I don't know what. Maybe he'll say he. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He likes to attend orgies. I, I have no idea. Maybe he'll say something. I have no idea what he's gonna possibly say in February of an off season. I'm happy to be here. Looking forward to working with the guys, still uh, addressing the coaching staff. I'm talking to everybody on board. We will make some changes. We'll tell you when. I'm very excited about Ronaldo Hill. I've, I've known him for a while. Da, 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 da. So there you go. So, I mean, the, the same old company line stuff and and all that. I, I just don't really expect too much from a February, a mid-February press conference. Uh, How about uh, that for Ricky Steinhaus Jr.? All these multi-car teams are in the single-car team that beats them all. Sure takes luck, but he was in position and won. Yeah, all the crashes at the end kind of set him up. So, yeah. Griffin says, we didn't have an official OC in 84 from the looks of it. I'm sure there was a de facto play caller, but I can't find it. In 84. The great Chuck Studley. <laughs> yeah, press conferences will be very vanilla, says Zachary. Yeah, that's probably what is going to end up happening, unfortunately. We got the Panthers at 1 o'clock, by the way. So we've got women's groups. Uh, women's groups are mad at um, at Tiger Woods. Did you guys see this? Did you see this story, Sean, about, about women's groups being mad at Tiger Woods? It happened on, I believe it was Thursday, the first day of the tournament. And I don't think we talked about it. I'm, I'm sure that we didn't actually talk about it on Friday. But uh, Tiger Woods was starting his first round with Justin Thomas. Okay, and he apparently hit it farther than Justin Thomas. And in the process, uh, Tiger handed Justin Thomas kind of like secretly a tampon, kind of a joke, like you hit like a girl. Maybe we should put you in the tees up ahead of us and, you know, that I I was able to beat you. It's kind of ball busting, whatever. So apparently now women's groups. Kara Sugar, 
CEO of the Women's Global Empowerment Fund, tells TMZ, Tiger's tampon moment was not only misogynistic, but also tone deaf and straight up disrespectful to women and girls all over the world. Sugar ripped the golfing legend, wondering if he's imitating periods of, of embarrassment or shameful or a sign of weakness. So he was. it was Friday, playing his round at the Genesis Invitational in L.A. with Justin Thomas. He hit the ball farther than Justin, handed him a Tampax to his friend and competitor. The misguided sen- sentiment, Justin hits like a girl. The women's group say it's sad to see Tiger do this because he's a grown man with a daughter. And they feel the joke distracts from the serious issue involving mental health and periods, which women and girls around the globe face. Brother, we are raising the softest society in the world what we end up doing is we shelter people to a point that then they are not prepared for the real world we do this with our kids we protect them protect them protect them we don't let them work we don't let them take on real responsibilities they really don't know how tough life is and so then all of a sudden after they're sheltered and they go through high school and they go through college and then they find out, oh my God, the world's a son of a bitch. People are unfair. People are racist. People are misogynistic. They're, they're, they're whatever. And then they're freaking out. And so our kids are like, it's like society gets more weak by the generation. We got to get past, like, you can't joke around, dude. Oh, and by the way, women of the world, you don't hit farther than men. You don't lift more weights than men. You're not stronger than men. That's just the way it goes. Okay? Sorry. Now, is there some woman in the world that can outlift a guy somewhere? Of course. There are freaks for everything. There's probably some guys that are incredibly weak, and then there's probably some power-lifting women that could probably, you know, okay, great. I know that if I got in a ring, Layla Ali would probably kick my ass. I get all of that. But on average, men are going to be stronger. Men are going to be faster. Men are going to be able to hit the ball farther. That's just the way it goes because of the genetics. It has nothing to do with jokes. It has nothing to do with anything but freaking reality. That's just the way it is. This is why I always have this conversation that men should never hit women because women aren't really going to hurt you. They can hit you and slap you. Yeah, if if it's Layla Lee hitting you, yeah, you might get hurt a little bit there. Okay? I get it if it's a professional fighter or something. But if it's your normal girlfriend, wife, whatever, you do what Jay-Z did. You, you, You hold, you wait, that's it. You don't hit back. You don't do anything because their slaps aren't going to hurt you. I'm sorry. Is that misogynistic? Sorry. They're not going to hurt me. Okay. I'm 6'1", 270, I think it is now. No girl's going to hurt me with a slap. Okay. That's just the way it is. It's not misogynistic. It's nothing. It's freaking reality. And Tiger handing the guy a tampon is a joke. But everybody gets bothered about any stinking comment that's out there. 
even if it's the truth or even if it's just a joke. We can't joke around anymore. And this is why we're there, because we shelter everybody to a point. Maybe that's, you know, the the twisted part about Neil Rogers' show back in the day, right? The idea was to desensitize, because that's how we were when we were young. That's why your dad can call you an idiot, and five minutes later, you're hugging your dad, he's hugging you, and you forgot all about it, because we're not sensitive. Oh, my father called me an idiot. Oh, I'm going to go cry in a corner. I'm never going to listen to him again for the rest of my life. That's how these kids are nowadays. They get insulted and they're like, oh, my God, you insulted me. That's it. I have, what's that called? Um, Turned you off. What's that called? The What they do in, the, in today's society. They, uh, what is it that they do? They shut you out. What's that called? I forgot. Damn it. What's uh what's that cancel 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 culture? Yeah, of course you're canceling me because your punk ass is too sensitive. My God, I had teachers that told me I would not amount to anything. (laughs) I laugh at that. (laughs) The hell, dude, what am I going to do? I mean. If, if these kids had the teachers we had back in the day, if they had the parents we had back in the day, we came out just fine. Just fine. Okay? We're just fine. We're probably better than fine because we're actually a lot tougher. You know, maybe that's the good thing about Richard Pryor and Don Nick Don Rickles and, and Neil Rogers and... All of these kind of comedians that brought out the reality, made fun of it, and kind of desensitized it all. Because that's kind of what happened to us. It desensitized it for us. We were able to laugh about these kind of things. We don't look into it like, oh, my God, we're insulting women. Really? Like women on average don't know that they don't hit longer than men? Come on. Give me a break. Who's insulting what? You don't live in reality? It's the, Our societies just get softer and softer by the day, and it's all our faults because we want what's best for our kids, but we want it to a point that it's unrealistic for everyone else. It's just, I I saw that and it's like, really, women's groups are getting mad that he handed the guy a Tampax. Give me a break, dude. That's our problem here. We're so stinking sensitive in this world. You can't even joke around. My God. It's, I, again, you lose. (laughs) I win. Any of anybody my age and older, we win. Okay. We got to joke around a lot. Okay. And yeah, hate and racism and all that other stuff. That's it's still here and it was there. But man, could we at least handle adversity a lot better than any of the garbage that goes on now with these last couple of uh 
these millennials and these Generation Zs. My God, we did a terrible job in this country with these kids. An absolutely terrible job. We created a, a couple of generations of a bunch of wimps. Absolute wimps. It's disgusting. I'm insulted. Okay? I'm insulted with the weakness that we've developed over the last 35 years. Cap for Life says this world is becoming the movie it, 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 it what is it um idiocracy soon will be uh watering our lawns with Gatorade bro coincidentally all under the watch of a woman VP oh that's Cap for Life please give me a break this has nothing to do with woman VP don't don't start that bullshit okay this has been going on for a couple of decades already we've been developing this has nothing to do please don't don't start don't start with your Democratic and Republican stuff, okay? You're both garbage, okay? Cap for life, you're both garbage, okay? There's nothing more sewer-ridden than the, than the orange man we just had for four years, okay? There's nothing worse than that piece of shit that was there in, in the office for four years, okay? Biden's a bum and he ain't nothing. I get all of that. Okay, Biden's the same bad president we voted in, like George Bush Jr., just like Gerald Ford. It's all the same. But please don't don't try to make it like a Democrat or a Republican thing. Please. Okay. Both parties are nothing but swill and garbage. Okay. Well, except for the Republicans, they're a little deeper in the garbage because they've got Marjorie Taylor Greene, Gates, Santos, and Trump. They're 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 farther in the sewage than 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 the than the Democrats. But please don't 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 try to make it like one side's better than the other. Cap for life, you know. Please, bro, get out of here with that shit. Okay, get out of here with that. Just uh, I, I'm so sick of you loser Democrats, you loser Republicans that you think your side has something, like it's figured something out. You're both disgraces. And you're both losers if you think your side's got it figured out, okay? Because if you think the Democrats got it figured out, you're a freaking loser. And if you think the Republicans got it figured out, you're another freaking loser. So please, stop, stop with the ignorance and the stupidity, okay? You're just as stupid as the people that actually think there was a rigged election, okay? That's why you had a lot of dumbasses listening to Fox and buying all that crap. So please don't play the political game here because I'm going to crush you if you're a Democrat. I'm going to crush you if you're a Republican. You're both a joke, Cap for Life. So get lost with those kind of comments. Jesus Christ. It's just, a, yeah, sheep. That's what it is. You loser Democrats and you loser Republicans. You're nothing but sheep. You can't think for yourselves. And you actually defend any of those sides. Give me a break. Okay. Why? Because one's slightly deeper in the sewer than the other. You're both in the sewer. Okay. And nothing made it worse than the last guy that was in, in the presidency. That made it, that's the ultimate low point of our entire existence as Americans. So enough already with any of those sides. So, hey, Zachary, listen, if you don't want politics, get lost, bro. Here. There you go. You can block Zachary too now there, Sean. 
Bro, listen, let me tell you guys something. I talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about on this show. So you don't like it, Zachary? Get lost, bro. Get lost. So if I feel like slamming Joe Biden or Trump or anybody, I'm going to do it. You don't like it? Get lost. If I want to talk crypto or music or I want to talk about life or I want to talk about sports, that's what this show is. Okay, I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. And if you idiots want to think you want to defend your Democrats or Republicans, I'll be happy to embarrass you. I'll, I'll take pleasure in embarrassing you. And if you don't like it, Zachary, guess what? You don't get to comment on it anymore because you broke the rule of this show. If I catch you trying to tell me what to talk about, you're gone. You're gone. You will not comment on the show. Now you get to watch if you feel like it, Zachary, but you're never going to comment again unless you want to go open another email. You can go ahead and do that. But now you can't comment ever again on the show. You're gone. Your history. You're in the archives. So if you want to tune out, you can go ahead and tune out. But I'm not here to do what you want to do. I'm here to do whatever I want to do. It's called the Big O Radio Show. Understand that. And rule number one is I make the rules, not you. So if you don't like what you, you're not hearing, you're more than what it's a free country, my man. Free country. Griffin, I think it's time for the U.S. to consider national divorce as a libertarian. I know I'd be happy. We can't come up with one good one good candidate, bro. One. They give us Trump, Hillary, Bernie, Biden. Like, give me a break, dude. I saw an article the other day where it said, well, let's ranking the Republican candidates. Well, why don't we rank the, the seven dwarfs, too, at the same time? Give me a break. It's just like, all right. Let's talk about extended warranties. I'm with you. That's, that, that's good conversation right there, Pat. Extended warranties. I'm with you there. That is, that, that's good conversation there. Extended warranties. Love to talk about that. That's quality talk right there. When sports and business collide, we like doing something called the KSDT CPA Sports Business Report. Well, Sean, your boy wants a lot of money. Vince McMahon is seeking $9 billion for WWE, according to Bloomberg. The 77-year-old McMahon reinstated himself as executive chairman, oversee the sale of his wrestling empire, and set the stage for WWE's next cycle of media rights deals. Despite leaving WWE last year over a sexual misconduct lawsuit, McMahon still rules the controlling shareholder. Front office sports previously rep reported Saudi Arabia's public investment fund leads the list of possible bidders for WWE. The deep-pocketed fund has upended the golf industry with its financial backing of 
of Rebel Live Golf's challenge with the PGA Tour. WWE has a 10-year agreement to hold two live events annually in the kingdom. The deal is worth $100 million a year, WWE, according to WrestleNomics. Is that you follow that site, WrestleNomics uh, there, uh, Sean Stanley? Yes, I do. You would. Uh, anyway, the Saudis have plenty of competition if they want the WWE, according to Bloomberg. Endeavor Group, which bought the controlling interest in the UFC at $4 billion in 16. Comcast, NBC, Universal Media, and Fox Corp already boast media deals for Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. And Amazon, which has $1 billion a year deal with the NFL through 2033. And the Walt Disney Company, where Bob Iger recently returned to power. Yet McMahon may not find many buyers eager to pay his price considering the shaky global economy and rising interest rates. A valuation of $9 billion amounts to about seven times what the company is at $1.2 billion in sales last year and 23 times the adjusted operating income before depreciation and amortization before at the high end for the entertainment industry. So apparently he is asking for too much money, which means the Saudis will buy it because they don't really care about profits. So you tell me, Sean, what's going to happen here with this? Who's going to end up buying this? Because he's asking for a lot of money. Well, Talk to me. I have always thought that the only person that was going to beat the WWE would be Vince McMahon. And obviously right now, again, he has the most, uh, the most to gain. He has the most shares in WWE. So the higher he can sell, the better. He's not, he's not selling it for WWE name. He doesn't have a lot left. I mean, he's over, what is he now? 70. So, you know, he's getting up there. So he's, I, I think honestly, he's probably going to go for the money because why not at this point for him? I mean, again, this is what he created. Um, you know, again, back in the old days, his dad only sold him on the premise he would not run over the other territories. A year later, a year after his dad died, he uh, started taking over. And then this is what we have today. So ultimately, I can see, you know, him it sounds like the-, the Saudis will buy it because it's a, an irresponsible number that I think others may not be willing to go to that extreme. No, nah, and, and the only one that I could see being right would be, I guess, NBC Universal, because they already have Peacock, which has the WWE Network, so they already own all that. You know, they have the streaming rights to it, you know, there. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, if the, if the Saudis buy it, it goes into who's going to give them the rights to stream. Who's going right. to give, you know, and right now they're on NBC Universal TV with USA, um, they're on Fox right now, you know, and then the women wrestlers and there's other, there's other people that don't go to the Saudi shows because of, you know, beliefs and, and everything else. Um, Sami Zayn, who is just on the elimination chambers, one of them, uh, there's a bunch of them that, you know, that will not, will they, you know, again, I get it. They're going to own it. Um, will they be heavily involved in it? No idea, but, uh. But it'd be very interesting to see what actually goes down. And then, I mean, again, if they pay $9 billion for it, do they pay, do they pull 
them off of Peacock and just, I mean, obviously they don't care about money. So just pay Peacock what they owe them to break the contract and then start streaming their own and charge more. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into it, but my, my main thing was the only person that would take out WWE Pe- would be Peacock would Man. probably want to break that contract just so they don't have to deal with the blowback from the public would and think. the whole Saudi thing. You would think. So, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. Or does he just start? Is this just a number to bring up other bidders to sell off? And maybe they, he felt they were being lowballed. So if he wants $9 million, somebody says, I'll give you $5 million. That's more than uh, whatever $1, million, yeah, I mean, $1 billion they're more, worth. I'm sorry. That's a lot more, a lot billion, more than sorry. an NFL team. Yeah. Okay. But you have that, to remember, I mean, it's also they, um, you know, it, it's the entertainment aspect they have movies that they that they have they have the music side of it there's more to it than just the wrestling i get it It, so they'll be buying the uh, whole influx of wwe but again there's been no real blockbusters you know the marine one through nine is not uh you know a uh blowout at blockbuster in in oregon there or anything like that they're not selling millions of (laughs) the marines or anything like that so you know, but you. again, I think I think right now it's you're going to see is it money or is he just driving up the price because he feels he's getting lowballed because everybody knows that he wants to sell. So now it's well, I want nine billion. They everybody knows that the Saudis will give it. Maybe he's just driving up that price. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Crazy nine billion dollars. That's a lot of money. I'm going to be interested to see at what price does it finally go. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your KSDTCPA Sports Business Report. And scan now, folks. Tax season is coming. It's here. Business, personal taxes. Use that code right there. Dade Broward in Palm Beach counties. We've got an office coming in North Carolina very soon. But scan there, baby, and get your taxes done. Great people. And they've got a crypto department, too. KSDTCPA Sports Business Report. This has been the KSDT Sports Business Report. KSDT All right, all right, all right. Appreciate all of you out there, as always, keeping it nice and locked here on the program. I see uh, Dow's down a little bit. All right. What else? What else do we got going on? What What is going on in the world right now? Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh no, that's closed now. That's right. Ain't got nothing going on right now. They closed. Only only crypto is open now. Uh, let's see. Let's see. There's. Uh, I don't see anything new on. I'm looking around on Twitter and looking to see if there's any other headlines out there. But I don't see anything earth shattering. I don't know if you see anything coming through um oh canes hoops uh yeah we do have a little breaking news canes hoop has moved up two spots to number 13 in the ap25 poll pretty cool pretty cool 
He's a hell of a coach, man. He is just one great freaking coach, Jim Laranega. God, he is impressive, dude. Uh, Jusef5 says, oh, an ex-girlfriend took me to a place years ago called the Pleasure Emporium to look at lingerie. I've never been more disgusted with the creeps there. <laughs> but, see, the, you got to, if she's going to look at lingerie, Jusef5, Dude, there's only one place you go to. It's not the Pleasure Emporium that you go for a, for that, for lingerie. If you're going for toys, then I get why you go to the Pleasure Emporium. But, dude, there's only one place to go. It's called Victoria's Secret. That's where you go. That's where you're supposed to take her. Juice F5, dude. You, you dropped the ball. You Sammy Smith it right in the end zone against the Oilers. Twice. Because remember, Sammy didn't do it. Not one. Not two. So, you know, it, it, brother, come on. That is the law. Okay? As Nino Brown would say, that's the law. Come on, you gotta take her to Victoria's Secret if she's looking for that. Plus, it's a better atmosphere. And then you're gonna be the perv because you're there with your girl, but then you're gonna see other women there. So then you'll be the perv. So be the perv and go to Victoria's Secret. What's wrong with you? Joseph five, you dropped the ball on that one. Yes, sir, Brett. R.I.P. to Richard Belzer. I did talk about it earlier. Uh, let's see. Eric Storm says, Victoria's Secret doesn't uh, carry bigger than Triple D cups, though. Well, wait, How do you know his girl has bigger than Triple D cups? Or it's your girl that has bigger than Triple D cups. That's, that's, um, that's, that's, a, that's a wide load. Okay? So wide load there, Triple D's. That is, that's a lot of fun. Slightly more than a handful. Uh, what else do we have? Was Pee Wee Herman there? King Short wants to know. <laughs> yes, Alvin Kamara is in trouble. Yes, he, he got indicted for that. Yeah, he's a dumbass. Yeah. Uh, Florida boy says, not sure if you missed my super chat. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Let me see. Uh, oh, Florida boy. I'm sorry. There it is. Hey, oh, what do you think of the XFL? I was at San Antonio's game yesterday. Went for, went from a blowout to an L in a matter of seconds in the fourth quarter. Florida boy. I did not watch any of it, so I cannot comment on it at all. Okay. I did not watch one second of the XFL. Maybe I'll catch some of it this coming week. Uh, I'll try uh, to catch some of it, but I did not watch anything, so I can't comment on it, dude. I I would love to. I appreciate you sending me the super chat. Sean and I appreciate that immensely, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I did not watch any of it, so I'd be, you know, I'm not going to bullshit you and say, oh, I saw this, that, and I didn't, I haven't even seen the highlights. I I didn't even see that. The only highlights I watched, like I told you, was the three-point contest and the dunk contest and some of the Metcalf dunks uh, for the All-Star weekend. Those are the only things. And I didn't even watch him. I didn't watch the All-Star game. I watched the 
the condensed highlights on YouTube, which again, thank you, YouTube. Thank you for, for adding that element. It is just so fantastic. All I need now is, you know, I, I want Bitcoin to hit 25, maybe move on to 26 today. Come on. That's it's all I'm asking. It's all I'm asking. Bitcoin's up uh, almost one and a half percent. It's up to twenty four thousand eight hundred and seventy eight. It wants to it wants to bust out. And by the way, it looks that a lot of this pump is coming from Asia. Uh, China is now allowing uh, institutions, not necessarily retail, not the average person yet, because they want to keep them dumb and controlled. Uh, kind of like what the U.S. government's doing to some of you out there telling you about crypto and telling you Bitcoin and all that and it's FUD and all that because they want to keep you stupid. Um, but anyway, they the and Japan now is also allowing its citizens and everybody to go full board. You know, it's funny when people tell you, well, uh, you know, China is against crypto. VeChain's Chinese. OK, and check out the surge in VeChain. It went from. To under two and a half cent, like 2.4, 2.3, and it's gone over three cent. And to make that move, it's a double digit move. Obviously, that there's a lot of money coming in from, from the Far East. So I, I think a lot of this crypto pump is coming from, from China and Japan. There's a lot of money being put into the markets. And so, and I think crypto is definitely one of them that is, that is, you know, benefiting. And I think some of the issues, I, I, I think the issues with Bitcoin, it's going to go up faster than I think even I expected because of all the crap that's going on around the world. And I think other countries are going to start to embrace it big time. Big O, this country, we can't talk to one another anymore. It's uh, it's this view or that view, and then there's nothing in the middle. People don't see each other's views anymore and need to just come together as Americans. Dan B, there is less and less of the, of the middle of the Democrats and the Republicans. There's less and less of those. The, 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 the Republicans and the Democrats that are more in the middle, like what you're talking about, we can see eye to eye. We can, you know, talk about the issues and, and compromise and those kind of things. It's the extremes. That's the part that I hate about Democrats and Republicans, that they're not willing to talk enough about how their parties are ruined by the extreme left and the extreme right. That's our problem, Dan. OK, in general, there's nothing wrong with Democrats or Republicans. OK, in general, the, that small portion that's in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Different points of views. One might be more conservative. The other might be more liberal, whatever, you know, all those silly things, you know, we could, we could argue and, and, and discuss and all that, but it's the extremes. And that, and then that's what I hate about Democrats and Republicans that drives me crazy is that the ones that think that their parties are perfect or their parties are on the right side. That's the part I love. Like they think they've got it right and the other part's got it wrong. No, 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 no. And that's, and they allow that crap to pollute them. Okay. From an Ocasio to a, a Marjorie, even though they're completely different, right. But they're kind of like, you know, Ocasio, she doesn't like any unions, dude. She votes against, she never supports any unions. Like, you know, things like that, like whatever, man. I don't know. It's just uh, that's our problems, bro. The extremes. 
the extremes are an issue in our country. And Democrats and Republicans just don't see it, don't do enough about it. And then they're allowing those people to grow because they're really stupid and misinformed. And that's what that's what, you know, that's what ruins it all. And we've allowed those sectors to grow. And because of all the misinformation that's out there, this is what happens with misinformation. That's why I get pissed off at the people that misinform you about Bitcoin. And I take it personal because I know that you all are getting screwed. We're getting, I'm screwed, getting screwed just like you. But I know that there's something better on the horizon for all of us. You know, because eventually the, the status quo will not work. The trillions of deficit that we're in is going to cripple us. So that's all. Did you hear Paul Pierce is in trouble? Yes, we uh, talked about it on the crypto show on Saturday. Yes, he had to pay, the idiot had to pay $1.4 million, $1.3 million or something like that of a fine. Yeah, because he lied. Um, Rosendo says, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Yeah, but you only get it in a Coke song. You don't get it in reality. Chris Johnson, that will never happen, Dan. Come together. Yeah, right. And everyone will get along in a perfect world. Yeah, Chris, you're right about that, bro. <laughs> it sucks. Hey, oh, can you give an example of extreme? I just gave you one. What, are you, you butt hurt too, bro? Just gave you one with Ocasio. Very naive. A lot of her thinking. But that's all right. Whatever, bro. You're absolutely correct, though. Both Democrats and Republicans are jokes. Elect clowns uh, expect circuses. That's what we get from each side. So uh, Congress uh, permeates the extremes so that we don't pay attention to. Exactly. You are, you are correct. Yeah, all this crap is, is, is so we then don't pay attention to what's really going on. You are correct. Yes, you are. You are a thousand percent right, EJ Barro. You are a ton on the right side. Yeah, you create all that kind of stuff, and then the, what's really going on goes right under the freaking radar, and, and most of America misses it. You are correct, sir. Cap for Life says, I took notes Saturday afternoon. Crypto is the real deal, bro. <laughs> I never know if any of you are joking or actually really true, you know, really believing it. It's too funny. Um, just out of curiosity, you know, it's 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 interesting. Like nobody knows what San Francisco's going to do at quarterback. But I, I read where Vernon Davis was saying that the team is going to lead to Trey Lance and that. And that um, uh, Purdy will be the backup, right? And then I see Jeff Garcia come out and say, well, you know, if I'm them, obviously Purdy has to be the starter. You know, uh, he's proven more than, than uh, Trey Lance, which is true, actually. Right? And remember, this is the interesting part. Vernon Davis is the high draft pick stud player that turned into a hell of a player throughout his career, right? And then Jeff Garcia is the guy that did not get any respect, was told by the NFL, you're not good enough. You have to go to the CFL. Jeff Garcia went to the CFL, played really well, 
then got himself an NFL contract with San Francisco and had a couple pretty good years in, in, in that system and played pretty good, right? So Jeff is leaning to the Purdy kid, who's the seventh-round pick, Mr. Irrelevant, and Vernon Davis is leaning to the high-draft pick. You know, it's kind of interesting how all of that kind of works out. But let me tell you something. Here's the interesting part about what's going on with San Francisco. They might think Purdy might be the better quarterback at the moment. But their problem is they're not getting over the hump. They're not winning a Super Bowl. And they have the team now that has to win a Super Bowl, and the window is now. But here's the other problem they have. They traded three first-rounders in a second, technically two, because you still had to use a, you know, you used one of your first-rounders to draft Trey Lance. So it's really two first-rounders and a second-rounder. So you made an enormous trade to move up to get Trey Lance because you switched one of the first-round picks and then you added two. So that's why I call it really two first-rounders in a second. But it's technically three first-rounders because you're using a first-rounder to draft a kid plus two more in a second. You have to justify that. You have no choice. Brock Purdy did a really nice job, but he wasn't like amazing. Now, incredibly tough. Kid's a calm, cool, collective guy. He'll make tough throws. He didn't have to make a ton of them, but he made them when you needed them. And he made them at times, a lot of times, by the way, not, not, not at times, a lot of times on third down. They made that kid throw the money throw and 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 convert so he has proven way more than trey lance ever has trey lance has not looked good whenever he's gotten an opportunity but because of the move the front office and the coach obviously the coach must have loved him and then the front office must have loved him too and they both went all in for this guy they have no choice but to go with trey lance because they already know what they have in purdy if you go back and start with Purdy, that means you have given up on Trey Lance. So Vernon Davis is right. I don't know if he knows it by the way I explained it. I think he might be just guessing maybe. But the way I look at it is San Francisco will have to give Trey Lance every opportunity to start this offseason. Okay, plus Purdy's not going to be ready till the beginning of the year. So he will have the entire offseason. He has to make them feel pretty comfortable by then. And if he does, then he'll get the initial opportunity of it. And then if he screws it up, you can go back to Purdy because he's your seventh round pick. He's under contract and it is what it is. You control him. It's not like he can complain about this. But actually, Vernon Davis is right. Because the investment was so ridiculous that it, we've come to the point now that they have to crap or get off the pot. They need to find out already if Trey Lance can play. They have to find out, is this a bust of a move or is this kid ready to bust out? So very interesting what San Francisco has to do, politics and everything involved in it. They're probably going to have to go in that direction with, with Trey Lance. be interesting to see if he actually can, can make the transition. Uh, Cat for Life says, I'm serious as a heart attack. I made notes, 
list of partnerships, integration, all hypes on the chain link and Polygon. Trust me, bro. I might screw around, but this is serious. Need uh, to be serious. I'm there. Okay. All right. Chainlink's gone up since I talked about it. Since we even talked about Chainlink, that is, and to me, the Ethereum, you know, it was just under 1700 Ethereum. And I think we are waiting for, we're, we're waiting for an explosion from Ethereum that is about to happen. Any, any day now, any minute now, it's at 1699 right now. It's still right under 1700. I think when it when it runs, it's going to run right over 2000 right away, right away. But it, it's about to happen, man. I'm telling you, I just I just have a feeling uh, it is deflationary. And I think it's a monster headed in the right direction, like a lot of them. And you guys can go check out some of the coins that I talked about that are still really good bargains right now. Uh, we've given you some of them have already moved since we uh, gave it to you. So, uh, by the way, polka dots up to 750. It got to like 779, I believe, this weekend. Then it came back down a little bit. But polka dots also been making moves since that guy, one of our listeners, reached out to me and like half-assed joked, but was really kind of taking a shot because I know because even with those jokes, there's always some truth in those jokes. And it's like, oh, my wife's pissed at me because of the polka dot. Since that, since he's been, since he's, you know, sent me that text, all it's done is slowly, you know, gone up. So I, I wonder where, I, I don't know the guy's name. I forgot, but I remember him all the time because it's, he told me that his wife was mad <laughs> about the investment. And I thought that was funny as hell. <laughs> Uh, Dan B says also Purdy's going to have Tommy John surgery. So he isn't going to be ready for this season. Well, he is going to be ready, but it'll be right at the beginning of the year. So that's why he will, he has to get every opportunity and he has to justify the trade one way or the other, justify that it was a good trade or justify that it was a bad trade so they can move on and say, okay, Purdy's the guy. And then if he's not the guy, then we're going to have to find another guy, you know, that kind of stuff. So they got to do that. Uh, what else? Big O Vic needs to get a middle line, but yes, he will. I'm sure he will, bro. I'm sure he will. You keep mentioning Ethereum. I think I might have invest on that one on your thoughts. Oh. Uh, you can't lose with Ethereum, my brother. Ethereum and Bitcoin are, are, are two can't miss in my eyes. I'm not a financial advisor. You know, you should call a professional for, for financial advice, but for for this dude here that loves crypto, um, that's your Apple, that's your Amazon, that's your Microsoft stock. You know, it, that's one of those money stocks that you that you can't lose with uh, with with um, Ethereum or Bitcoin at all. So, uh, Juice F Five says, "Oh, when was your first crypto show so I can watch it?" Just uh, about a month ago. You could just go on the go on the go on our YouTube page. And just hit the videos, hit live, and then just go down. I, I want to say, what was this, Sean? The third or fourth show, I want to say? Third show? Third show? So three weeks. That's it. Three weeks. And by the way, great job with the logo by Sean. Absolutely great job. And Juice F5, thank you for the super chat. Griffin Gaming, thank you for the super chat. AOC and Taylor Green are not extremists by any means. They're just. Uh, 
what is it, neocons and neolibs who, who pay moderate lip service to the uh, populist movement in a desperate attempt to gain their vote. It's kind of comical. Yeah, but they're the problem in their in their parties. They're still the problem in their parties, Griffin. Those are the kind of people that they're kind of, you know. Bernie's kind of extremist, too. Sanders. Uh, let's see. I haven't looked into crypto since I invested at the wrong time. What are your thoughts on Cardano's future? Amazing. I love Cardano. I don't stop buying Cardano. Don't stop. I, I'm still buying it because it hasn't made it. Now it's loaded. As I go listen to the crypto show and I and I explain it. The last, the last, I think the two weeks ago, I explained the Cardano stuff. You may want to get into it, but I'm a huge Cardano guy. Enormous. Freaking love Cardano Griffin. So I, I think Cardano will turn into just an absolute beast. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm sorry, Blaze is the one that asked me about that. Uh, let's see. Big O, what free agent linebackers? I don't, until I know who are the free agents, I'm not talking about it yet. We got to know who signed, who got tagged, who didn't who got traded, all that kind of stuff. We still don't know, my brother. So until we get to that date and that we know everybody, then I'll get into it because I don't want to start talking about somebody that then gets tagged. I hate that. I used to do that over the years, and I would waste my time talking on that, and I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to wait till I find out who really is available in free agency and then we will then look at that list and say, okay, I like this guy, this guy, this guy. I hope Fangio likes this guy. I hope McDaniel gets that guy. I hope Chris Greer and company are going after this guy. You know, then we'll get into it. Uh, is a digital wallet trying to copy a crypto wallet or is it integrated? It's it's That's what it is. It's a crypto wallet. Digital wallet is a crypto wallet. So you get like a Trezor, get a Model T or a Nano, you know, something like that. And that and that's where you wherever you buy, you then move it right to your 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 cold storage wallet right away. You don't keep anything on any exchanges. OK, don't do that, sir or ma'am out there. Keep it all locked in. All right. What else do we have? Hey, do you think Tommy Fury is going to beat Jake Paul there, uh, Sean? What do you think? I honestly can care less about this garbage. Neither do I. Uh, normally, I don't care much about it. But sure, I will say this. I'm sure it'll get postponed right before the fight. You think so? They've Did been trying the this for like five Tom times. Did you see Tommy Fury in the video of his jab? No? Well, then, let's play it for you. So, Tommy Fury is getting ready for his fight with Jake Paul, Sunday, February 26th. So, he put a, there's a picture here of Jake Paul, and then this is one of those punching machines. And here, let me just let you hear from Tommy Fury talking about his jab. I do. I'm going to use my jab because I don't want to scare him off too much. I have a feeling if I use my right hand, he might not show up. So I'm praying for him. Ready? Right. Ready? 
So there's a jab. Oh, and that's what would happen in the ring. Oh my god. And that is with the jab. Oh, just the jab. That's the jab. That's the jab. That's what I say. If I threw the right hand, he wouldn't be showing up. Joe, what I do? I'm going to use my jab because I don't want to scare him off too much. I never feel if I use my right hand, he might not show up. So I'm praying for him. Ready? Right. Ready? So there's a jab. Oh, and that's what would happen in the ring. Oh my God. And that is with the jab. Oh, just the jab. That's the jab. Let me turn it on now. Ha ha, yes. So I'm just saying, for those of you that are dying to see Jake Paul get his ass kicked, does that inspire you that he might get his ass kicked? <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, that's pretty good. Would you you, you give that? What do, what do you give that, Sean? Uh, out of a one out of ten, what do you, what do you give that? That's a 10. It looks great on social media with nobody in front of him punching back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's like that scene from uh, Bruce Lee. And um, I forgot what movie it was. The guy hits a, uh, throws up a board and breaks it in half. And Bruce looks at him and says, boards don't hit back. <laughs> it's like Mike Tyson, right? Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? I think that's what that's what's, uh, his line was, something along those lines. Um, let's see. We're paying them 174000 yearly. I'm not laughing, plus a pension of 84000 I know. I know. I know. But you think about it, okay? That's a lot of lipstick for George Santos. So when he does go out on drag, he'll have plenty of money to buy some of that stuff and get new dresses and things like that. So, you know, it's a good thing for George, you know, it's, it's, he gets to build up his wardrobe now, even though he says he doesn't, you know, really dress in drag, but you know, what can we tell you? Has there anybody ever been like that guy? <laughs> the amount of lies. Holy shit. All right, we thank Ira Windeman. We thank Cameron Wolf. Andy Barons will join us tomorrow on the show. Alan Pupar, normally on Mondays. We switched him over to Tuesdays for this week. He'll get back to Mondays next week, but he'll join us tomorrow on the show. So we'll have uh, several guests joining us tomorrow on the show. We'll have some fun. We'll take uh, your comments, your questions, your insults, and, of course, your donations, Cash App or Venmo. At Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show on Cash App or Venmo. And remember, you can always make a, a Bitcoin donation on Cash App or Venmo. Just want to make sure we have none there before I go off the air. I hate when I go off the air and then I see one that I didn't see at the moment during the show. And then I couldn't thank the person. I can only thank them on, uh, you know, on the text. But anyway, thank you all out there. We will uh, see you guys tomorrow morning. Same time, same place, same bat channel. Have a great one.